coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. Today uh, I'm talking to you on part five of 30, my 30-part series on my book, Blue Collar Leadership and Culture, the five components for building high-performance teams. So just to do a quick recap, we started out talking about the cost of culture, then we moved And the cost of culture was the three dilemmas, engagement, retention, and turnover. Then we moved into chapter two, the foundation of culture, where we talked about the organizational culture will be determined by the leader's values. Chapter three was the impact of culture. Those who work there will determine who wants to work there. And then last week, I talked to you about becoming a sought-after employer, which means people who don't work there want to work there. And I started telling you about the entire point of this book is to help you become the sought-after employer of choice in your area and in your industry. So today we're going to talk about that second half of that, becoming an employer of choice. Becoming a sought-after employer is the goal, but how do you do that? You do that by becoming an employer of choice. And what I mean by that, the subtitle of this chapter is people who work there want to keep working there. And what what I really mean is people who work in the organization have a strong, a very strong desire to continue working in your organization. That's how you become a sought-after employer. You become an employer of choice where people have a very strong desire to continue working there. That's your challenge as a high-impact leader, regardless of what level you're at in the organization, regardless of what position, title, or rank you may have. It's the top leader's ultimate responsibility, but it's everybody's responsibility when you're talking about developing a high-impact culture that supports high-performance teams. So I want to start you off. I've I've talked with you a little bit about Chick-fil-A. Uh, my, my friend and mentor, Jimmy Collins, former president and COO of Chick-fil-A, he introduced uh, Rhea and me to Deanne Turner. She was the Chick-fil-A vice president of talent. Uh, she retired also after 33 years. But she was, when I met her, when Rhea and I met her, we met her at Chick-fil-A headquarters and had lunch with her, and she was still in that position. So this is a quote to open up this chapter by Deanne, and Deanne is amazing. She's got a great book called Bet on Talent, and uh, you, you might want to check that one out. So here's a, here's a quote from Deanne to open up this chapter on becoming an employer of choice. Deanne says this, At Chick-fil-A, leaders serve, and it's serve is in capital letters, I just want to say, and the things I'm about to tell you are, uh, 
representative of each one of those letters, S-E-R-V-E. So let me start over. At Chick-fil-A, leaders serve, which means they do five things. See and shape the future. Engage and develop others. Reinvent continuously. Value results and relationships. Embody the company values. That's pretty powerful. A Chick-fil-A leader serve, which means they do five things. They see and shape the future. They engage and develop others. They reinvent continuously. They value results and relationships. And they embody the company values. They call that serve. They had a whole entire program. Like I mentioned before, uh, Chick-fil-A was a client of ours for a while, for three years. And one of the operators actually gave us some uh, some training uh, sets called uh, Great Leaders Serve. And they had a whole program around that. And they had had some extras left over from whenever they had rolled that out. And, and our client gave us actually copies of those programs and we got to listen to them and learned a lot from them but it was the serve it's like an internal leadership development program they got tons and tons of stuff they do at chick-fil-a but that was just one thing but that was a very interesting and powerful quote that i just shared from deanne as a high impact leader of a high impact culture you've got to figure out what are you who are you going to be what are you going to be about what are you going to settle for? What are you going to allow? What are you going to reject? But you got to remember, becoming an employer of choice, people who work in the organization want to continue working in the organization. So becoming an employer of choice means this. I'm going to roll what I just said previously into a little bit more in-depth understanding for you and I, I can't say it enough that's why i keep repeating it i'm not stupid i know i've said it a few times i'm gonna say it a few more times i may say it on every episode becoming an employer of choice means this the longer definition the people who are currently working in your organization have a very strong desire to continue working there this is the key because they're excited about their future within the organization because there are frequent growth and development opportunities because they are consistently challenged to get better in positive ways because they feel valued by their leaders and their team because they have meaningful relationships with their co-worker because they feel good while they're on the job and equally as important because they feel good about themselves themselves and their leaders at the end of each day. And when they go home and they're not on the job, they still feel good about the job. They don't go home and moan and groan about the day. Occasionally they may be tough days, but not every day, all day, which is kind of normal for some folks, some organizations. This, this, this is a big deal. So I assume you're listening or you're continuing to listen because hopefully, regardless of whatever level you're at, but again, if you're the top leader, 
Hopefully you're listening to this series because you already know you want to climb the mountain. And you're curious about climbing the mountain. I'm talking about the cultural transformation mountain. And either way, don't let the challenge you may be feeling at this moment overwhelm you after that that last bit of information I shared. Because you won't have to climb it alone. I'm, I'm here with you. If you get the book, dive into it. I'm going to be there with you. And my mission is to help you and others climb. And we're on chapter five now. Next week, we're going to be on chapter six, where I'm going to introduce the transformation equation. And again, if you haven't seen that, you need to go to bluecollarleadership.com forward slash download. Open and read. And you can also download this, but the Blue Collar Leadership white paper. It's got a picture, illustration of the transformation equation. So before next week's episode, if you don't have the book, it's also in the book. If you don't have it, go to bluecollarleadership.com slash download. Look at the Blue Collar Leadership white paper. Maybe print it off so you can see that transformation equation. Because that's what I'm going to introduce to you in Chapter 6. But also... The entire rest of the book, the remaining 24 chapters, they're intended to help you understand what you must do in order to climb the mountain. And they're based on the transformation equation. Because these first six chapters help you understand why you should consider climbing the cultural transformation mountain. Jim Blanchard said this. He made a great point. He says, When current or would-be leaders realize you are investing in their growth, it's more important to them than money. And you see, low-impact leaders can't even comprehend what Jim Blanchard said. I'm going to say it again. When current or would-be leaders realize you are investing in their growth, it's more important to them than money. I know some of these high-impact leaders. And I ain't talking about the one at the top. The one at the top's got to do it for themselves because there's nobody above them. The CEO or the business owner, they've got to invest in their own growth because no one else is going to do it. But if I am that CEO or that business owner, I've got to understand that current leaders or potential leaders in my organization, when they understand I'm helping them grow and develop to have a better life and they're getting results, and especially if they're getting results at home with their spouse or their children. If you can help them grow to a level, they take this home and get those kind of results, it's more important than money. They're already, if, if you've never done this in your organization, all the people working there, they're already doing whatever they're doing for the money. They're happy. They're exchanging their efforts for your money. That's that's a done deal. They're already doing it. What Jim's saying and what I know and I believe, because I've lived it, I've seen it, I've taught it, I've helped organizations, I've helped leaders, maybe who've never done it, start doing it. I've seen it. They've seen it. That their team begins to tremendously value the organization that is growing and developing them through investment. What I mean by that is the leader, these team members, whether they're potential leaders for the future or they're already formal authority leaders, 
It doesn't matter. Anybody on the team, when a leader brings us in for two hours or four hours, buys the, the team books, feeds them breakfast or lunch or dinner, depending on what time of the day it is, gets them pumped up, fired up, motivated. It ain't a work harder day. It's a let's get better day. Because, see, the thing is, you don't have to be sick to get better. It's not about saying there's anything wrong with you. This is about saying we want to get better. The top athlete in any industry, anywhere on this planet today, the one who's in number one, do you think they're trying to get better? You know they're trying to get better. You also know if they're not, they ain't going to be number one very long. So that's another thing I want to convey to you as you go through this material. I don't even know you potentially. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your organization or your culture or your character. What I am saying is if you want to get better, I'm here to help you. That's what this book is about. Leaders who have the humility and the discipline to say, I don't have to be sick to get better. I only have to have a desire to get better. And then now I have to value developing others. It's not just me. See, some leaders do study this stuff. Some leaders, even at different levels, even if the top leader doesn't study it, leaders at any level, I've met leaders, they study this type of content. They study it so that they can get better and they can get better results. But a lot of times these leaders, especially if they're the top leader, they don't go teach it to everyone else in the company. They don't have that big of a level of awareness or that high of a value. They're focused on success not significance. And I talked about that in my book, 10 Values of High Impact Leaders, and also 10 Foundational Elements of Intentional Transformation. Talked about moving beyond success. See, if I'm a leader at any level and I study this stuff, maybe you, whatever level you're at. And again, you don't even have to be a formal authority leader. But I'm telling you, if you're listening to my stuff, you're reading my books or anybody's if you're listening to or reading anybody's stuff that's similar to mine, you're a high-impact leader. I don't care if you're driving a forklift or turning a wrench. Nobody reports to you. If you're engaged in this kind of content, you're a high-impact leader. But if you're not teaching it to others, you're not sharing my podcast with someone or somebody else's podcast you listen to, or you're not sharing the books you're reading with others, or if you are a formal authority leader, if you're not pulling your team members together and talking about the stuff you're learning, getting them engaged, then you're only focused on success. You're not focused on significance. Success is about me. Significance is about we. If I was still focused on success, I wouldn't be doing these podcasts. I wouldn't be writing these books. I'd be listening to podcasts and reading books like I used to do and getting better results for myself like I used to do. But I moved far beyond success. I wanted to become significant in the lives of others. You're listening. You're one of them. I don't know who you are, maybe. Maybe I've never met you. But I'm trying to help you get to the next level and beyond. As I as I record this, it's Memorial Day weekend. This is what I'm doing all day. I'm recording part five right now i've already recorded the other ones this morning as soon as i get done with this one i'm gonna do part six i'm investing pretty much the majority of my day today doing 
maybe six episodes of this 30-part series recording it. I'll have to record the other ones later. You're not paying me to listen to this. If you tell a million people, they're not paying me to listen to this. I'm not getting paid to do this. I want to help you. And today is helping you become an employer of choice. And if you're not the top leader, I'm helping you learn how to help the top leader become an employer of choice. And you can take these principles. Let's say you're a supervisor of a frontline team and there's 10 supervisors with 10 teams in your organization. Maybe nobody else in the organization is doing this. You're already working there. You're learning and listening to this stuff. You take what I'm teaching you. You create your own little high impact culture within a culture. And you're going to be attracting top talent to your team from outside the organization and probably from inside the organization. What will happen is you'll become a little leadership factory. And that's okay. Don't think you got to hold on to everybody. You just have fun, grow and develop people and send them out into the organization. What that would mean if that was happening and you were doing that at a supervisor level and the leaders up above were not engaged, what that means is you are the leader of the organization. You may not be the manager of the organization. That's the big dog. That's the one on the org chart that says top dog, CEO, business owner. They're definitely the top manager. But whoever at any level is most engaged in growing and developing themselves and any team members they can reach, whoever that is, that's the leader of the organization. A lot of times it ain't the CEO, it ain't the VP, it ain't a manager. It could be a team leader, a supervisor. It could be a forklift driver. It could be whoever's into this when nobody else is not. That's the person, the one person who can motivate and influence the organization. That's why I'm saying if if you're not at the top, this is a tool for you to see if you can Grow your way to have influence with that top leader at the company you're at or at the next company. It's a big deal. I don't care what level you're at. The world needs you to step up, take this type of content, and go make a bigger impact. If you're running your own company, even if it's a small company with three people, this, this book full of principles that will help you grow and develop that culture with you and three people. And then you decide if you want to grow it to 10 people, to 100 people, to 1,000 people. Or if you just want to keep it with three people and you as the leader. But you'll have an amazing culture and you'll attract top talent and you'll retain top talent. This book's full of principles. They apply to everybody. What you need to know, culture is all about the people, not your products and services. So before I end on this closing quote, I'm going to say it one more time. Becoming an employer of choice means people who work in the organization have a very strong desire to continue working there. Not because of your products, but because of who you are as a leader and who the people around them are on a daily basis. High impact, high performance team players. All right, so I'm going to end with another quote from Charles Koch. And I shared a little bit about Charles before. And actually, let me look at my bookshelf while I'm talking to you. I didn't think about it in advance, but the book that this quote probably comes from is called 
the science of success. And that's a, uh, one of the books I've read by Charles Koch. Another one is good profit. So the science of success or a good profit. If you were to want to read some of Charles Koch stuff, if you get all the political junk that's out there in the world out of your mind, you just want to learn some stuff from someone who built a billion dollar, I mean like a mega hundred plus billion with a B dollar company, how they think, how their mindset works. Those are two books you can go dive in, but I'm going to give you a nugget out of it right now that I took away. Ain't got nothing to do with politics. Got something to do with building high impact culture. This is from Charles Koch. It can be far more difficult to overcome success than adversity. There's a tendency for many in successful companies to rest on their laurels and become complacent, self-protective, and less innovative. In such bureaucratic cultures, employees can survive only by running with the herd. Decline sets in. That's a pretty powerful little statement right there. So I I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Join me next week, and I'm going to introduce you to the transformation equation. And again, go to bluecollarleadership.com slash download. Look at the Blue Collar Leadership white paper. Check out that transformation equation. That's what I'm going to introduce to you next week. Talk about it. And then again, the entire rest of the book is based on that transformation equation. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.